Hey, how you doing? How is your day going? Or your night, your midday, your late night? How's it going? Was today a good day? Was today better than yesterday? Do you think tomorrow will be better than today? I hope so. Go ahead and speak it. Go ahead and claim it and speak that thing into existence, honey. That your tomorrow will be better than today. Go ahead. I'll wait. Did you speak it? Did you claim it? I don't care what you're doing. I don't care if you're listening to this while driving. Cut your blinkers on. Don't cut that woman off. Don't flip them the finger and get off of your horn. If you're listening to this while laid up with your boo, go ahead and cuddle, honey. Do all of the cuddling you need. But remember, safety first. Wrap that thing up. If you listening to this and you just laying around your house in your drawers, go ahead, girl, or dude. Go ahead, sir or ma'am. Be comfortable. And know that you're listening to me, Red. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Uniquely Spoken. How we got here, we don't know. But let's figure it out together. If you're new here, which pretty much everybody is because this is only my second episode. I know, don't judge me. But we're going to get into this routine where I don't have to introduce the segments. But for for now, for the beginning of it, this first segment is called Just Scrolling, where I give my comments, a little commentary. Maybe it'll be funny. Maybe it'll be enlightening. Uh, as enlightening as it's going to get, honey. I, look, y'all take this and run with it if you want to, but this is just me. Just Scrolling is just... Things I've come across while scrolling on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, maybe even YouTube. You never know. But for this just scrolling, I'm on Instagram, you know, killing time. Not not out living my best life because I'm I'm killing time on Instagram, you know. But I'm on Instagram just scrolling and I come across a video of someone who I follow him speaking on the yeah okay so we're gonna have these same problems with words today jesus okay him speaking on the topic of celibacy now him and his girlfriend or they might be engaged now his fiance we're gonna say fiance him and his fiance have been together for maybe maybe two years maybe three i'm not entirely sure because i know for a a good little minute they broke up and then got back together i'm not in a relationship so i don't know how all of this work okay anyway they were they are in a relationship and he posed the question of what do you think ladies what would you think if your man said he wanted to be celibate for a year a year nothing no no intercourse, no oral, no nothing for a whole year because he wanted 
the relationship to be based on more than just sex and everything else. Okay. Now, his thing was, you know, when women do it, they're, oh, they're empower, empowering themselves. And, you know, they're doing it for the right reasons for the sake of building a stronger relationship with their partner and all of these things. Well, he said, well, what, ladies, what would you do and what would you think if your man did it? If your man said, uh-uh, you don't get it. You don't, you get none for a year. Ladies, would you stay or would you cheat? Could you be celibate? For a year, because your man is celibate. Or, you know, your significant other is celibate. Could you do it because you love them that much and because you want to build a stronger relationship? Now, here's my thing. I'm not in a relationship. I'm not even close to a relationship. The only relationship I have right now is with the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Okay? But I'm also a virgin. So, you know, I'm kind of celibate anyway. Well, let me take that back. I'm not celibate because I'm a virgin. Being celibate, you actually had sex and then, you know, you you stop. You you hold off on it. I'm sorry, I'm getting sidetracked. But I have this unique vision of, well... If I was in a relationship and I was having sex, could I be celibate for a year because my partner is celibate? I think the year is a bit of a stretch. Like, I'm not against doing it because I feel like once I do eventually have sex, I'm in a relationship and I'm having sex, I... I think I'm going to abide by at least the 90-day rule. You know, in my opinion is you work for what you want. You earn what you want. Me personally, I don't pass this out like it's candy at Halloween time. Uh Uh-uh. Homie don't play that. You got to earn your golden ticket to get to this chocolate factory, okay? So... I would do it because he, uh, the guy that I follow, he said, would, you know, he know his worth. So, that's a big ass mosquito. I'm sorry. But anyway, he said he knows his worth. So, he feels as if, if he does it, his girl should do it. They're in a relationship. Okay. Now, ladies, would you attach it to your worth? Would you want to strengthen your relationship? Could you be faithful? He asked his girl and he said, would you cheat on me? Because she said she she can't do it. He said, would you cheat on me? She said, fucking right. Oh, okay. And of course, you know, this is probably jokes back and forth. But she would probably slick honest. Because if I'm used to getting something on the regular, which I'm speaking this into existence. Eventually, I'm be in a relationship where I'm getting some on the regular. If I'm getting it on the regular and you just up and tell me you cutting it off for a year, we're going to have issues. 
we gonna have serious issues. I I get it. I get the notion behind it, and I get what you're trying to do and you what you want to do, and for our relationship to go further and strengthen and everything like that. I'm all for that. But a year, a year, we couldn't do ninety days. Ninety days, okay. You know, I can make it ninety days. But then again, like I said, I'm 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 a virgin, so I'm I'm kind of making it ninety days anyway. But ninety days, okay, cool. Ninety days I can do a year of just nothing. You know, you can hug and you can kiss, but it you don't. You basically got a junior high relationship, and even in junior high, they they knocking boots, so maybe not even that. Anyway, could you be faithful? If I'm genuinely in love with this person, yes, I I can be faithful for a year. At least that's what I'm saying. I can be faithful. Or I am going to be. I'm that type of person where if you're going to cheat on me, if I'm going to cheat on you, I'd rather have have a conversation where at least I give you that respect or you give me that respect to say, hey, this is what I'm not happy with. This this is what I feel is hurting me and hurting us in a relationship rather than just go out and, and cheat. No, I, I don't want to do that. And I don't want that being done to me. If we can't get past this, then OK, we need to let it go. But like I'm stuck on a year. Like, like I said, I get the notion behind it. And I would do it, you know, babe, could you, I want to try this where we, we, we don't have sex. We want, I want to be celibate. Okay. You can strengthen yourself spiritually. We can strengthen emotionally. We can grow. But for a year, dog, a year, come on now, come on now. One of us is going to give in and is it wrong if I do the things to tempt you that I know will tempt you for you to give in in that year? Does that make me the bad person? Like, if I know, you know, it's certain outfits like shorts or something like you that you like to see me in. And specifically, when I know you coming over or I know you coming home or I know you're going to be around. I put these specific shorts or jeans or outfit on to tempt you. Does that make me the bad person in all of this? Could you do a year? Or would you do this with your partner? Would, or would y'all have to shorten the time? Let me know. Hey, you still here? You still hanging on, honey? Thank you. I appreciate it. Now that I've told you my appreciation, let's get into this next segment. This segment is called Unique Thoughts. It's mainly me giving my thoughts during a time of day, my thoughts on something that's going on or something that's going on with me or, you know, just just my thoughts of experience 
of things that I've experienced while watching TV, whatever the case may be. But this unique thought goes a little something like this. So I recently, well, not recently, we're going to say about two, two, about two months ago, two, three months ago, I received a friend request on Facebook from someone that I was friends with that we really were friends since we were younger and like we had a good friendship. We, you know, called each other sister and stuff like that. Now, here's the thing. Towards the end of the friendship, it was more so on my end, it felt as though the friendship was one-sided. It went from, I would hear from her at random, um, like, a hey sis, how you doing, things like that. It would go from that to she needed something. And it ranged from me helping her move or me babysitting or something like that. It it felt one-sided because I would mainly hear from you when you needed something. So at a point, I got tired of it. I told her we kind of need a break from each other. You know, I, I need some time because like this really making me feel some type of way. And she made a post on Facebook about nobody being there for her and something else, this, that, and the third. Now, mind you, I like I said, I, would, I helped her move. I babysit, you know, I babysat when she needed me to. Um, now, I wasn't able to do it every time, but, you know, we friends. Of course, you ask me, you need my help, I'm going to give it to you. I'm going to be there for you the best way that I can. Now, I said I got a friend request from her. The thing is, I never said, oh, you know, I, I'm i just completely done with you. We, it's, it's, This friendship ain't working, it's over. I was willing to, you know, give our friendship another shot, but I needed some time to myself and like time of us being apart because look this this is how I feel I mainly hear from you when you need something and that's that's not cool like I felt as though if I was going through something and I needed to talk or needed to vent let's just say that wasn't the first person I was going to call so she deleted me on Facebook and she deleted me on Facebook but kept me on like other things now my thing is okay so once you delete me I feel like yo you really done (laughs) like you felt some type of way when you deleted me once you delete me keep me deleted don't send me a friend request asking to be friends again or you know you send me a message have we had enough time apart because when she written when something was really going on even though you know I told her this I said look if you need me I'm here and there was a point where she came over and we talked because she needed she needed to talk and everything which is fine and Mind you, all of this happened, like the deleting, 
and everything happened after that moment. I told you I'm always be here for you, but this is just kind of this break that yo, okay, maybe we both need to do some reevaluation. But like I honestly felt some type of way when she deleted me. I'm that person when you delete me or if you don't like me, be consistent with your deletion of me. Be consistent with your dislike of me. Because I guarantee you, I'm going to be consistent with you. Now, am I wrong? Because <laughs> like I said, this is about two, two, three months ago. Maybe again, it might have been longer than that. Am I wrong for not accepting the friend request? <laughs> like, I think she's tried to send me stuff on Facebook, like Messenger or something. Am I wrong for not answering it or opening it? Because, like, I I feel like you was all the way done when you deleted me. Baby, once you delete me, like I said, I'm dead. Oh, okay. (laughs) You didn't care. Why do I need to care some more and add you back? For you to get in your feelings again and delete me again. This this not how this work. The type of person that I am, I'm a people person, but at the same time, I'm a people watcher. Because I I want to know how to kind of handle you in situations where I may see you get into it with somebody else. Or I may see how you act around other people and how you act with me. So if me and you ever get into it, or if me and you have some type of disagreement, or I know you turn into a certain person, or you get a certain way when you're around whoever, I see how to counteract you now. I see how to deal with you in a sense of, okay, you were this way with so-and-so. Let me show you something. And like I said, we we've been friends for a while since we were younger. We used to, you know, have sleepovers at each other's house and everything. So when the relationship started to turn, because there was a point where she told me, oh, I don't deal with this person. I don't talk to this person. But then you all on Facebook with this person and you, you know, <laughs> you hey friend hey sis hey bro hey whatever but you were just telling me about this person and how they're how they act and this that and the third wait a minute because now some of the milk ain't clean so am i wrong for not accepting the friend request and kind of letting and letting her back in and opening that door again because like i don't want to be that mean hateful person but like once you show me that you done, like you that you all the way done, okay, <laughs> I'ma keep it pushing and I'ma show you that I'm done too. But let me know. Am I in the room? Okay, so we've made it to our next segment called Hey Honey. Hey, honey, is either going to be me speaking on the topic or me taking voice messages, which you can send through Anchor. 
me taking voice messages and giving my advice. Now, here's the thing. I'm not particularly qualified to give advice. Like, I'm qualified. I'm qualified and I'm called because the Lord says I am qualified and called. Thank you, Father. But (laughs) you basically, you take this advice how you want it. Take heed to my warning now. But we have a question. Hey Red, this is Toquita. I just have a quick question because apparently there's a one minute time limit on these voice messages that I didn't know about. Um, So me and my best friend have a mutual friend that we share. We're going to say her name is Moquifa because she got a real strong face. She looked like a Moquifa. Recently, um, I found out that Moquifa has been talking mess about me behind my back. That she says that I'm a bitch and I'm rude and all this other stuff. Me and Moquifa are mutual friends, but we more so associates. We ain't best, best friends. So I stopped fucking with her and I told my best friend that she should stop fucking with her too. And my best friend told me that I'm being immature, um, that I'm being selfish and that she should be able to be friends with us separately. I ain't talked to her since then, but I miss my best friend. And I just wanted to know... Am I being immature? Am I being selfish? Or should my best friend support me in what I feel like is her friend getting at me? Let me know. I really need a second opinion. I love your podcast. Bye, girl. So, Tequita. Hey, honey. How you doing? So, here's my advice. Now, one is Moquifa. One I'm mad you said she got a strong face. So apparently she's very handsome. But okay, we're gonna run with it. Is Moquifa saying this stuff to your best friend? And if she is, why does she feel comfortable enough to say it to your best friend? Like it wasn't going to get back to you. How, how did it get back to you? will be like my second question but it's like i have two separate feelings about one no you ain't wrong you're not being immature because yo this you you my best friend i know with my best friends if they got a problem with somebody i don't necessarily fool with them no more he can be cordial, hey, bye, and keep it pushing. But on the other hand, it's like, well, do you, are you willing to lose your best friend over this person because she said, you know what she said, and your best friend is trying to make the point of, well, I can be friends with y'all separately. But at the same time, it's like, well, what is she saying to you again? Like, okay, yeah, y'all can be friends separately. But at the same time, what's going to happen if my name comes up? Which it shouldn't because your best friend shouldn't be talking about you to her. But what's going to happen if my name comes up or if, let's say, there was something like a birthday dinner and you invite both of us what happens then nah baby because if you my best friend like i i had a situation where 
my best friend was taking someone somewhere and they brought my name up. And my best friend legit told her, look, uh-uh, what you're not going to do is talk about Nita. I would, if you say one more thing about Nita, I would take you out this car and drag you across this concrete. So why is your best friend not stepping up and saying something? Like, yo, what we're not going to do is this right here. Allow this person to have their separate friendship, but also keep a close eye on that person. Because, honestly, if they're willing to accept someone talking about their friend, their best friend at that, it's something. Uh Uh-oh, got a little notification. It's okay. It's something where I'm trying, Lord, okay, got you, little notification, okay, I got you, but if this person feels so comfortable and they don't check that friend, they don't check McQuifa, watch them. Honestly, watch them because you never know how someone truly feels until y'all get into it, until y'all have a disagreement, until there's a situation somewhat like this, where if I can't trust the person that I'm calling my best friend, if I can't trust that you're going to take up for me when I'm not around, it makes me feel like you add into the conversation. And if you add into the conversation, but still coming to tell me what somebody else said, and you're not telling me the whole story, okay, well, what did you say? Did you take up for me? Why not call me on the phone and be like, ho, 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 wait a minute. Not, not this. Let me get let me get to Quita on the phone where you can say what you got to say to her and she can say what she got to say to you. Now, are you wrong for dropping old girl McQueen? No, absolutely not. Because anybody that's going to come and mess with your peace and your sanity is not worth your time. And if your best friend is one of those, well, I mean you got an issue with her i don't have an issue with her okay but that's gotta be you have to be willing to say you know what maybe i don't i mean maybe i i I need to let this friendship go or at least not hold on to it so tightly to where i am losing sleep or not not losing sleep I'm trying to find a word where I am so bothered by it. Okay, you going, you don't tell me nothing about this person. Y'all hang out, go hang out. But when you see them together, don't even, don't even let it bother you. Baby, keep pushing and be like, you know what? It is what it is. Maybe chuck this one up to a loss and get you a new friend. Get you a new associate, get you a new friend. I understand you miss your best friend, 
But if your best friend felt the same way for you as you do for them, then, you know, we wouldn't be having this conversation or you wouldn't be asking me my advice. Do I think you're wrong or being sensitive or things like that? No. Because I feel like with a friendship, especially when somebody makes it to that status of being a best friend, there's a certain expectation to come along with that. You know, do I think she can have two separate relationships or two separate friendships? It's possible, but I feel like you would never look at her the same way again. You know, okay, yeah, I know you don't fool with her, but I don't have an issue with her. So it's like someone may say, well, that's that follower mentality where because they don't like somebody you don't have you can't like them because i don't fool with them you can't fool with them and i'm not for that you know make your own decisions make your own choices but if it's to the point where i can't trust you i can't trust what you're going to say about me behind my back or what you're going to allow to be said about me behind my back then no it's it's not worth it you might you might be losing a friend it's okay pick up your head smack on some lipstick do some you know do some who size and go out and live your best life honey have made it to the end what what we got through our second episode you know like i said this podcast is going to be about figuring it out still working out a little you know a few of the kinks and everything but hey we figuring it out together so this last segment is called unique speaks Unique Speaks will be me sharing my poetry or me sharing a quote for the day. Um, I'm going to share another quote. The next episode, I promise I'm going to do some of my poetry. But for right now, you get another quote. Okay. So the quote today is walking with a friend in the dark is better than walking in walking alone in the light and that quote is by helen keller that quote means something to me because i'm the type of friend i'm the type of person that takes friendship seriously if you know me and you know me well i i don't trust people easily i don't trust people quickly i give people enough trust to hang them to hang themselves with And it may sound harsh or whatever, but that's honestly one. Because I feel like once you hang yourself, all I got to do is cut you down. All I got to do is cut you off. And if you push me as caring as I am, as friendly as I am and everything, if you push me to the point where I no longer care and I have to cut you off and I have to cut you down and cut you completely out of my life and you push me into a place of fuck your feelings, then guess what 
that's <laughs> it, it it hurts because like I said I take friendships and stuff seriously but it shows you it teaches you a lesson the lesson I learned while I was in college and I made two of my best friends I met them in college the lesson I learned is your friends your real true friends will expose themselves and they will have your back I was in a uh, not in a room I was in what I thought was, you know, an okay friendship. But, you know, college students is broke. And this is one of them times where I was broke. And I really didn't have any food in the house, like in the apartment. I really didn't have any food. I had, like, enough to get me from point A to point B. And I learned how to stretch some things out. But... I never told my friends what were, what was going on. Now, the person that I thought, you know, we had at least a decent friendship, her and another friend of hers, which that, that friendship, air quotes, was always funny to me because we, you would come to me and talk about this person and then go and he, he, and ha, ha with them in their face so I guess I shouldn't really be shocked at what happened but you know so this person this this friend this close associate we will say uh let's give her the name of hmm what can we give her we'll call her Betty just for the just for the sake of having a name we'll call her Betty Betty knew more so my situation than Rhonda we'll call the other person Rhonda Betty knew my situation she knew you know I wasn't working while I was in college and the money I did get the money I did receive I I paid my rent bought groceries and once I was like out of groceries, I guess my pride was involved where I wouldn't call my mom and ask her for more money. I'd rather just struggle on my own. But Betty and Rhonda would cook. And like when I say they would cook, they would cook, cook. I mean, making jambalaya, uh, pork chops, chicken, shrimp, whatever the case may be. And Betty told me, well, you see how we eating. You see what we cooking. If you just, if you put in, you can eat how we eat. But she knew my situation. And I really didn't have it to put in. But, you know, okay, whatever. Now, one of my best friends found out. Because I'm venting and, you know, just talking. I let them know what happened. One of my friends found out. And she was mad, you know, at the situation. But she was more so mad at me. Because she said, what you mean you ain't had nothing to eat? What you mean you ain't ate all day? What you mean you ain't got no food? She told me right then. And her name is Raven. We, we she, she'll probably be on the podcast a little later. And I know she really not going to care about me using her name. But 
she told me, I don't care if I got one piece of fish and some rice in here. We're going to split this fish and eat this rice, and we both going to eat. And, like, she was pissed. <laughs> like, she was pissed because she was like, yo, if I got it, you got it. And my other friend, my other best friend, who, <laughs> I don't know whether to use her real name or her nickname. We're just going to use the nickname for right now. My other friend, Tink. She fussed too. She was mad at the other person. She was mad at Betty because of what happened. But once again, she she was mad at me. We, <laughs> the three amigas, we were close enough, and we still are. We're close enough where, yo, if I got it, you got it. And when Raven was in a similar situation where, okay, once again, broke college students, if she didn't have it in her refrigerator or whatever the case may be and I found out I fussed at her too yo if I got it we all got it ain't no you going hungry and I got something that I could feed you or yo this we all hit up this dollar menu and we all gonna eat so walking with a friend in darkness because that college wasn't dark but I did have some dark days and we'll get into that in later episodes but walking walk with a friend walking with a friend in darkness is better than walking alone in the light me walking by myself and being in this situation by myself I could have been blessed with you know having a meal but instead of me telling my friends my true friends the person that I thought I was cool with thought we was close enough to where you know what Nita it's okay here and it wasn't like they just cooked a little bit for the for you know the both of them no it was leftovers so you know people expose themselves slowly but surely and i'm a firm believer in once someone shows you who they are believe them when someone tells you who they are believe them because frankly we can all eat at the same restaurant but everybody can't sit at your table because when the check comes you got those that's gonna clear out, and you're gonna get have those that, yo, what you need? You you got you? You need me to get you? Whatever, whatever the case may be. So have that friend, that true friend, that best friend that's going to walk with you during your dark times. And I know this seems small because, you know, I didn't have anything to eat, but it seemed small, but at the time it was big. And it really opened my eyes to who you who I keep around me. My circle is very small. I told you about Raven and I told you about Tink. I have another best friend that <laughs> y'all will definitely meet, uh, maybe in a couple episodes. Um, whose whose name is Patrick. And 
Patrick is one of those we've known each other really a majority of our lives and I know that in dark times definitely I can go to him I can go to him Raven or Tink and vent and talk and everything get everything off my chest it's just a simple fact of me pushing myself to say yo something's wrong but whew, I feel like that that <laughs> I feel like that went on for a, a good good little minute I'm sorry I'm just talking your ear off now at this point even though this is a podcast and this this kind of what you're here for uh it's, it's kind of all over the place but that that quote like I said it, it struck something with me because I don't have to be alone in the light when I know even in my dark times my best friends will be right there with me examine the people that's closest to you watch who eating at your table with that being said We've made it to the end. Until next time, red people. If you're wondering why I call you red people, it's because my name is Red and y'all my people. Hey. (laughs) Remember, L-O-V-E is all we need. Until next time. Talk to you soon.